You're listening to the JFDI podcast with the two Lauras. And in this episode, we are talking about perception versus reality of some of the people we know in the online world. Their names are the same. Good friends they became. Together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras. They'll be your biggest supporters. What the selling you'll need more of. I'm talking about the two Lauras. I'm talking about the two Lauras. So we just thought we'd record an episode about our perception and the reality of some people we have met on the internet. And then we've met them in real life and whether our perceptions are right. And this is this comes about really because I am convinced people's perception of Laura Moore is very different to how you actually are. Yeah, 100%. So Laura Moore is someone who online appears quite confident, quite a bit bullshy, but yeah, a bit not afraid to put herself out there. Which is, you know, all, all fine. But in reality, she hates people. In reality, I rarely leave my house. Well, obviously we're in a pandemic, but even before that, I rarely go anywhere. I rarely am like with people. I don't really like being in big groups of people. If it's just me and one other person, that's fine. But when there's big groups, but I just, it's just not my bag. Yeah, so your idea of how is like networking event. Oh my God, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no. We went to, to San Diego, just the thought of having to network just brings me out in a hot sweat. Oh yeah, I, like, and I, I don't know what, how people perceive me. Probably in a similar way to you, although in comparison to you, I think I'm the quiet one. Which, <laughs> which sends a lot about you. I think that depends <laughs> on how much gin you've had. Well, yeah, but I don't like meeting people in person I'm not good in social situations I have like social anxiety about walking into a room of people which is probably why you are always find me at the bar <laughs> it's funny as well um, because I think you have got a much better like sense of people I'm a really bad judge of character yeah. and I will trust anyone until they give me a reason not to Whereas you are much more guarded, but you are much better judge of character, I think, of people, usually. Not, not in all situations. No, and I could think of a specific situation, but you probably weren't. No, I wasn't. And this is a good example of that perception versus reality of people online. So there is a person who will remain nameless, although we have talked about this quite a lot. We um, podcast episode about this by the person who's going to remain nameless. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely have talked about it on online, although I think we remained nameless in their podcast, so we'll do the same. Although I think we wrote an email about it as well. Anyway, we, anyway, we digress. And you should say, get on with the story, Laura. <laughs> so it's someone who I've, you know, heard about on, in the marketing world, and they speak on stages around the world, and I didn't particularly warm to them. Like, I didn't know them, but from what I'd seen, and I'd seen them speak on the stage and I'd seen their kind of content on social, I didn't particularly warm to them. 
would be the nice thing to say. Anyway, so I dropped this person a message and I was interested to see if they would come and do a like a masterclass or something for us. I think this was before, well, it would have been before the Inner Hub. So this was just um, when we had, I think we were starting the Inner Hub maybe. I can't exactly remember when. So I dropped them a message and his response was, well, what's in it for me? Which like confirmed to me that my first impressions of him were correct, basically. Anyway, then roll on. I thought about however many months later, we were at San Diego at Social Media Marketing World and we were invited onto a like tour bus with Content Cow. And we climbed onto this bus. Before we got on this bus, Laura very specifically said to me that she did not want to find herself sitting next to this person. And she'd be really livid if she was sitting next to this person. So we got on the bus, sat down. Laura was sitting next to this person. Yeah, I just tried to. It was one of these like mini buses where you sit around like the edge. So you're not in like normal like bus seats, tooby tooby tooby. So I was sat next to this person. I just remember kept turning to Laura more, like staring at her like, yeah. I can't, I don't want to swear too much, but yeah. Anyway, so as the night wore on and I drank more and more wine, was drunk out of pint glasses. <laughs> more wine on this bus. She really quite liked him. And he really made us laugh. And then it turned out we spent the whole of the rest of the week in San Diego with them. And I now just think that my opinion was completely wrong. They are, or he is, very genuine, very talented, very good at what they do, very kind. The absolute opposite to how I had originally perceived him online. But I have to say, how he is on socials now and in his marketing now is a lot different to how it was kind of two years ago. I do think he's changed, not, not off the back of me. Like I've told him, like I've, we've had this conversation with him and I told him my impressions of him. But yeah, I do think he comes across very differently now than he did in his younger days. I think there's a lot of people like that though, isn't there? Who you see, like you, it's a lot of people almost who you put up on a pedestal when you like are following them on social and then when you see them in reality, it's a massive letdown. Yeah. I have to say, I found that at social media marketing world, there were some people there who I knew, like I did not have on a pedestal. I did not kind of really think they were anything special or knew anything more or less than you and I did. But there were some people there who I thought, oh, I'd really quite like to see what they're like. And, you know, I, I had some respect for them. But yeah, they were always really disappointing. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but it does just make you realise these are, we're all the bloody same. We are all the same, but just some people like standing on a stage and chatting about it. But I think there's a lesson in that, isn't there? That we do put these people on pedestals because they are speakers or they, you know, write articles, but actually they don't know any different than the rest of us. They just like speaking. That doesn't actually make them any different to us. They just, they just like speaking and they've got the opportunity to speak on stage. I am good at speaking. Like these, some of these people are amazing at speaking. Some of them not so much, you know, and, and, and that's great. And it, it's brilliant that people can do that and make a living out of that. I'm not knocking it, but I do think that we put these people on a pedestal because they speak on the stage, that makes them the expert. And I don't speak on a the stage, therefore I don't know as much of them. And the reality is that's not the case. Yeah. Going back to like the perception versus reality thing, quite often the, some of the people who we've met who talk on stages and things that you 
think are really confident actually are very much like you and I and are not actually all that confident at all and have to build themselves up in order to get that confidence to go on the stage, shouldn't they? Yeah. Just like a persona. Yeah, exactly. They they can just switch. Yeah. Their day-to-day then is just normal, like the rest of us, but then they can switch it on a bit like, like a performer, really, aren't they? I've yeah. seen people on stage and I've seen them in like normal situations and they are very different. Yeah. Like everyone has this perception that you're the short one. And then when they meet us, <laughs> they shut up, you? Yeah. But, but things like that always blow my mind. Like I met um, Teresa there, uh, he's wearing, was that in the summer? I can't remember. We went to a show, me and my daughter, and weirdly Teresa was there with her daughter as well. And so we quickly, very briefly met up in the queue. And Teresa's tiny. She's tiny. And, and like, oh, I've seen Teresa on stages before. And then we've got to know Teresa over the last couple of years. But because of the pandemic, we've never seen each other again. And and I find it fascinating where we live in this world where we see people's shoulders and heads on these Zoom calls, you know, specifically in the last couple of years. But obviously we do within our membership. And then actually we don't know whether they're tall or short. Yeah. We don't see people. Well, you've seen people's legs. But people actually have legs. Legs. <laughs> I do find it hilarious when you see people in normal life where you've only seen their top half. But yeah, so we perceive everybody to not have legs. There are also people, aren't there, who come across really confident in their in their marketing. And then when they drop a ball or when something goes wrong, you see a completely different side of them. Like we've had situations where we have a perception of a certain person and then something goes wrong and you see their true colours and there, unfortunately, the, the true colours aren't always a, a nice thing to see. So there is a lot of putting on a performance, isn't there? There is a lot which I don't buy into. I like to think I am fairly normal. I think how people see me is fairly accurate to how I am. Like, I don't think I put on any kind of show, but there are people who clearly do because we've seen the non-showy side of people, which it's a shame really, isn't it, that people have to do that. But I think we should just be ourselves. And if people like us, then great. If people don't like us, then that's fine. Like, yeah, although I think would be boring. If you don't have the confidence, like if you're not a very naturally confident person, then coming up with like a persona that is you online can make your job easier in terms of like promoting yourself, can't it? It's just when yeah, you're not, maybe, then yeah. if you win a client, or you're in front of somebody, is that like, they need to be aligned, don't they? Otherwise it's just bad. Yeah. They've still got to be, have a grasp of reality. And oh yeah. Owners. Yeah. At least start dressing up as bloody spider woman. Random. Okay. <laughs> and then your reality is you're not spider woman. I think the more normal you are and more yourself, and I know that pushes people out in their comfort zone and they don't want to be themselves and they would possibly prefer to hide behind a persona. But I think when we're freelancers and you're, you're a sole trader, you work on your own. And when you're working as a social media manager, you're expecting a client to spend money with you. They want to know who they're buying off, don't they? They, they want to know you. And like lots of people have often said to me that they think I'm a bit of an oversharer on Instagram stories because I share a lot of my life and people think they 
knowing my whole life inside out, but they don't. And there's plenty of things I do that I would never put on social media. But the amount of clients that have, when I've picked up the phone and done those first kind of discovery calls, they they feel like they already know me. And sometimes that's reciprocated because I might have followed them and I might have got a feel for them if they're quite, you know, if they're visible on the social medias. But the amount that I've had numerous clients over the years who have said, oh, it's, you know, I feel like I know you. And, you know, I feel like I get you and I think we'll be, you're right for my business. I think we'll get along. And all those things are really relevant, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I get inquiries all the time because I share William on social. People know that he's a big part of my life and dealing with disability is a big part of what I have to do to, in order to look after him. I get leads from people who literally say, you know, I've got a disabled child and I want to work with somebody who gets it or... I, my business is in this industry and I want to work with somebody who gets it. So I think sharing that side of you is important. And that is the reality, isn't it? People want to see that real side of you. But I've also, when you, on the flip side, I've worked with people who on social media, they come across as being amazing, so friendly and helpful and lovely. But then in real life, they're actually really not nice at all. And they're not helpful or nice to you. They're, they don't want to be a friend. And it's just all a bit fake and awkward and uncomfortable. And I just, yeah, that. Reality is not nice when you when you do well. That, and, and no, and that's I think why you've just got to be yourself, as uncomfortable as that might make you feel, to put yourself out there and just be yourself. Like I'll share the highs and the lows in my life, and and I'm not saying people have to share as much as I do because I know I definitely share more than more than the average. But you can still make sure your personality is out there, can't you? So people know. When they pick up the phone and speak to you, they kind of know who you are. They've got a sense of your personality. And that's a big part, I think, of a successful social media management relationship, isn't it? If you get along, if you don't get along with your client, it's never going to be an enjoyable experience, is it? Yeah. So if you can find clients that are nice and they like you for who you are, you don't have to put on a show. You can just yeah, got the same values and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, I think, that, you know, I think that's, thing to be and so although I I agree that sometimes having a persona makes it easier for people because that could be a bit of a block of putting themselves out there I think in reality life would be a lot easier if if we were just all ourselves and we cut the bullshit and we cut the showy 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 offy type nature and if we all did that maybe the online world would be a nicer place so that was our little discussion short but sweet but it made us laugh when we were thinking about an idea for a podcast, having to do this whole perception versus reality. And I would love to know if you have perceived someone in a certain way and they are different in reality. Let us know because I'd love to know. Yeah, drop into our Instagram DMs and spill the beans. Yeah, we're good at keeping secrets. We've got a lot of secrets. <laughs> It'd be interesting as well. We've got our Inner Hub Christmas gathering after Christmas. I'd be really interested to hear how people perceive us. And then after that event, bearing in mind, I probably will have drunk gin. But after that event, whether we are the same yeah. person that we are. Because yeah. we'll, we'll be the ones hiding in the corner. Really. They'll think I They'll think I would be the one like on the karaoke, dancing on the pole, where actually I would have left like secretly out the back door at eight o'clock to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll be doing the karaoke. I love the karaoke. <laughs> me, me and Georgia. Who sings our uh, two laurels? Me and her get get on karaoke. I'll show her how to sing. Do let us know any of your perception versus reality stories. We'd love to hear them. Uh, Until next time.